Introduction, this story is a chance meeting between a beautiful young woman named Jessie Laylow and a very strong, sensitive mountain of a man named Moses. Battle, it is an improbable tale of impossible love affair, which, against all odds, managed to find the green fertile grounds of faith and flourish. It is also an aspiring adventure to an adorable spirit that subdued all obstacles. Even the hardest reality to slavery to find a way to transform their lives from a hopeless quagmire to a fantastic journey of intrigue, mystery and romance that will be forever enshrined in the annuals of eternal love. It takes place in and around Middle and South Georgia during a horrible dark period in the history of the United States of America. The turbulent 1850s and 60s were rife in the very fabric of our nation nation that was in, divided by evils or charter slavery and burdened by conflicting political ideologies so great that almost suddenly that civil war was inevitable. Even amid the chaos of these times, the love between J.C. and Moses was so intense, so pure, it affected any of the, everyone that came in contact with them, and for that matter, any of anyone that had heard the greatness of their love, including yours truly. My name is Nathaniel Tullivada. I'm a guest reporter for the Philadelphia EY, and me, and for me, this is becoming of an adventurous journey that changed my innocent curiosity to advent of fusism, and skepticism of the resistant essence to true love between slaves into one becoming no frequent weakness. It is my recollection of the events that led to this amazing discovery, the discovery of two people transcended into the very definition of what we come to know as love. It is contagious dream, a dream of caring more for someone else than you care for your own self. It is a treasure chest with all the keys exposed, waiting only for some who dare enough to unlock it and expose its jewels. Today, the 10th of June, in the year of our Lord, 1910, I just finished putting the final period beyond the final sentence of what I feel was the finally inspired adventure. Our adventure had been a five-year labour of love, and hopefully adventure will open all our eyes to the fact that love can be miraculous to anyone. If a person is willing to lay aside their own personal de- desires to assure happiness to someone else. But please forgive me, for I am getting a little ahead of myself. Before, because in order for you to understand the whole story, I have to take you back five years ago, back to the dark closet in the dusty room of a rather only but spring day in April, the year of our Lord, 1905. Back to the chance discovery of a loose thread of a time-worn, loose thread of a time-worn fabric that I can only refer to as destiny. I start, it started out as a simple copy, boy, with a Philadelphia eagle eye on the sixteenth, seventeenth of the June, the year of our Lord, nineteen hundred. Over the last five years, past five years, I worked my way up to become, in my own modest opinion, of course, one of the best investigative reporters I've ever had. Anyway, last summer, while I was researching a pending story, I came across an article so fascinating I had to know if it was real or was it just a tall tale 
I spawned by someone overactive in my imagination. The article was written on an unknown mover. I was lodged in between the pages of an old New England farmer's almanac, dated eighteen sixty seventy six. There was a battle. The story of the former slaves named Joseph Lenlaw and Moses Battle. The story, although vague, told how these two people were in love with each other, how they managed to escape to Canada. It said they became independently wealthy, travelled around the world, and eventually became spirit with a great love, affected the international policies of two countries regarding civil rights. This is indeed one of the most intriguing stories that I have ever come across. The greatest mystery of all, according to the article, was after they accomplished all these disbelieving feats, they simply disappeared, never to be heard from again. This story is too provocative for someone like me to simply let it go. So I made a few inquiries by telegraph to a friend of mine, Peter Allen Hans Anderson, a well-known research officer in the reference department, Library Congress, Washington, D.C. He informed me that it also had something about two people. He wasn't sure exactly what it was or whether they were dead or alive, but his knowledge they didn't have any living relatives. And any and upon hearing this I was hooked, so I spent the next two years researching every lead that I could possibly find. But concerning the article, I probably aware of of Jesse and Moses. Well, after digging in hundreds of old dusty files in a back room and archives just every single library in Philadelphia, I found out that the cotton plantation Mackay, Georgia, in the 18th, 1831, called the Ledno Plantation, was remained inactive until 1862, when its owner, Whitman V. Ledrow, was killed and discovered that there was an old tobacco tobacco plantation in Cuddo, Georgia, around the same time. But a plantation, which by factual recurrence survived the war and was eventually closed down around 1867. The battle records show that the owner of the plantation was Charlie Battle. Now I know that this wasn't much to go on, but all my instincts told me that this story was indeed true. Fantastic mystery, just waiting to be solved. The main problem was that I couldn't locate the Sunday. Not even a single living person remotely knew any of the people involved. To me, it was a mystery within itself. For now, for now, now if you know anything at all about newspaper reporters, especially about investigative reporters, you know that a mystery is more like an itch that we it had to be scratched. And who better to scratch it, scratch an investigative itch than me?